Hello, my lovelies. I'm Jay Akrenenza, and these are going to be our weekly messages. I think it's the week of the 20th to the 26th of November. Bit of a big week. As I mentioned at the end of, I mean, it's been a few days since I did that one, but <clears throat> as I mentioned at the end of the last weekly that I did, which is kind of weird because as I record this, I'm sat here, it's 10 to 4 in the afternoon on the 4th of November. And that one hasn't even gone live yet, and it will do in a little while but i did mention that the sun and mars will be conjunct um and so we kind of begin this week if we look at it as a time frame i don't really see my messages bound by time i know people that have experienced the energies like a w oh, even two weeks um either side of the any of the weekly so i like to put them out there but we've had that sun mars conjunction over the weekend and the sun's kind of pulling away from mars and will enter Sagittarius on the 22nd I think it is um which I'm very excited about because I love Sagittarius season and Mars also enters Sagittarius which I'm also very excited about <clears throat> um bit of a strange one though as we kind of um look at these cards and you'll see I've already pulled hope and storm fields out so it was a bit weird. I didn't know which cards to pick. You could probably see me. I'm thinking at the moment. I'm thinking, what else can I pull? So I was going to go for a mini map read. If you're wondering where she gone while she's while I'm shuffling, and then I thought, oh, a rune. Let's get a rune. When I saw the rune that came out as well, I thought, wow, okay, very powerful week. Very kind of powerful end to what has been a very intense season. And yes, I know I'm saying that. And and on the fourth of November, like midway through don't even think we're midway through this this season yet um but i can feel it and i've been having a lot of conversations with a lot of people about their experience of this scorpio season which has been very different for many people than others and you know it would be think about it even if we th i i'm i believe that the signs and the energies change right and one of the examples i love to give is as soon as we figured out that the you know earth isn't flat or when most of us figured out the earth isn't flat, then the meaning of Sagittarius changed. You know, once we had maps and once we were able to fly, the meaning of Sagittarius changed. So, you know, it deepens and it is enhanced and enriched. We work with the energies, we, we change up what's happening. So when you've had this kind of south node through Scorpio, and I know it happens, you know, every bloody 18, 19 years, um every couple of decades when the south node moves through scorpio why would it not change how we interact with that energy and this is the first kind of scorpio new moon that we'll be having uh, that we've had sorry by the time that you've uh, watched this that you know that we've had that isn't an eclipse right it's not an eclipse so a lot of fresh new energy and yet that isn't to say when we say new or changed or upgraded or you know all of that stuff it doesn't mean it's easier to deal with it doesn't mean that we don't have to dig deeper or you know that it's a challenge for us to show up in the way that we are and i've just the ten of pentacles fell out and i think that sums up this reading or this kind of energy that i'm picking up for this time period um there are a lot of completions that are going on and, you know, some are not of our choosing, some are, some are very much empowered, like, right, that's it, that's enough, I've had enough of that. Um, even if it's, there's nothing wrong with it, right, that's, that's the big theme here, the change isn't because, because things are messed up, and they may be, that's not to discount that, you're not doing anything wrong if that's what's happened to you, 
But if you have people in your life, if you have such, if you work for companies, right? If you are in any way um, connected to anyone out, outside in the in the world, right? Through clients, through employers, you know, whatever it may be, through content that you consume, then you're going to be on the receiving end. If anyone has an epiphany and thinks, right, I'm not going to be doing that anymore, you are on the receiving end of someone else's change, right? Even if you weren't the one that initiated it, but what kind of seems to come up here is how we navigate certain things and i do want to just quickly say this as soon as i saw hope i very recently i just lost i actually so like i said i'm recording this on the 4th of november and the 3rd of november which is yesterday and so last night i watched it immediately because i was i was impatiently waiting for it <laughs> I've, I, I've i love every lot of you guys know i love sylvester salone i love rocky um so I'm a big fan and when I knew there was a documentary coming out where you know it's called Sly if anyone that wants to watch it but what he was talking about and I consider myself a storyteller as well and what he was talking about very I could relate to him so much where he's the opposite of Stephen King he's like no you don't want to watch your heroes die and it's like yes exactly I'm the same I don't want to watch my heroes die um he was talking about Rambo in that and hope is what he talked a lot about that you know the importance of hope and with what has given him hope and he had a bit of a shitty childhood you know it wasn't easy for him it wasn't easy for him getting started in acting but it's interesting that that comes up and you know obviously i've shared this loads of times before on um the discord server but it's the the most recent example of hope and i i tend to read a lot of people watch a lot of people who are hopeful who have hope and that hope is conveyed in different ways whether it's the challenge of running you know a hundred bloody mile marathon in the desert and you know goggins or whether it's Sylvester Stallone creating creating a character like Rocky when he was at his least hopeful when he had very little to hope for right um so that kind of comes up immediately right there. So I want to say that because we, yes, we do have um, hope, but we have storm fields down there and that can be a bit towerish as it comes up and it's all in the self. When you get manas, it's all about the self, right? And that's my little ramble at the beginning of this. Um, let's begin with... I, I wasn't going to go with Lay Vampires, but I thought it's my last chance <laughs> last week of um we begin with scorpio season so i will do it and hope came out which is wonderful and i oh that's the other thing i wanted to say when the knight of wands came out here when i pulled it my heart skipped a beat my heart skipped a beat uh, and i i don't mean like literally because obviously i'd be running off somewhere but in that you know that feeling that you get when it's like oh my god like he's here that kind of feeling i got that feeling when i saw the knight of wands just to share that with you so um, here's the key words for hope. Anticipation, bright prospects, wish. Les vampires speak. It says, this little creature, this small one, a vampire with a heart and soul is surrounded by death, by endings, by sadness, by the void, and by those who have left her. Like you, she is facing the darkness within our others and within life, and she feels utterly alone. But what she has with her is the ability to hope. And she chooses this. It is not something that is always easy, 
but she has lit a, lit a candle in the dark, deep darkness upon a heap of skulls and nothing else, and she has struck a light and held up the light. She is quietly defiant in the face of death, of change, of silence, of loneliness, of criticism and of great dilemma. If this card finds you at this time, you are being asked to rise above those who are giving in to hopelessness and negativity. It does not ask you to be falsely hopeful or to put on a happy face and refuse to face what must be faced. It asks you to be hopeful. You do not yet know the outcome. You do not yet know what will next happen. And this is very much brought home by the fact that the moon shows up here. That's, the, that's what the moon says to you. You don't know. So it was like, you do not yet know the outcome. You do not yet know what will next happen. But what you can be assured of is that this hope that you that you have, the capacity to create, will sustain you in a time of great difficulty. Keep it, keep it strong, quiet, small even. Face what you must face. Do what must be done. And know that, yes, this situation is very difficult. No doubt about it all. But we vampires ask you to know that one of the most beautiful and life-affirming things any of us can do is refuse to give in. And not only that, to do what must be done with hope. That light will attract help, intervention, assistance and admiration and respect, which in turn will deliver more assistance. You know there is some optimism you can create. You know you are the bearer of the torch of the light in this circumstance and you know this hope will warm inspire and nurture others lighten up the world you are within strike the light and watch the shadows and dangers recede to the corners keep the flame burning now that is a wonderful kind of uh, statement on the transition from scorpio to sagittarius so I, I love that as a statement and in fact that's a very important um dynamic one of the things that i've heard a lot about about right i've heard a few astrologers talk about this especially i think channy nichols channy nicholas is her name anyway she talks about how you know the the thing of oh the north north node is our destiny and the south node is our karma what we're releasing of right and she doesn't put that down she says that's fair enough if you believe that's fine but she was talking about how it's seen as a dragon right and that the south node is the tail of the dragon so it's like what it swooshes away and the north node is the mouth of the dragon and you're thinking why the hell are you talking about this it's to do with scorpio and so a north node as she's and a few others say this as well and it's going back to what the ancients said right and this the idea of the north node has evolved from that to it's our destiny so evolution is a theme that seems to be coming up this this week already and what she said is that that is what we can that's where we have insatiable hunger as well so i'm bringing this up because my north node is um scorpio and so do i have insatiable hunger for scorpionic things you know maybe at one time and you know, that to delve deeper and more mysterious and, you know, all of that. I don't have that so much now, I think, but I can definitely relate to that, especially, you know, I'd say about five years ago, six years ago, definitely, you know, and, and even um to the kind of more sexual aspects of Scorpio or, you know, those kinds of things that are often associated with, with Scorpio, the psychological kind of delving as well. Yes, very much so. I had that. And so 
what I was going to say is that yes, my North Node's in Scorpio, but I have my rising in Sagittarius. So I have my Venus there as well. And I, I love that because as much as I like playing in the darkness, I like playing as a Sag in the darkness, not uh, not as um, I like to take hope into, the, uh, you know, that's where I find hope as well in the darkness, not not just everything's dark and gloomy. They're not conflicted for me, if that makes sense. That's what I'm trying to say. And that's what kind of feels what I'm feeling here and this hope card as well, that it's all well and good, you guys have heard me say, with Scorpio energy, that narrow well of self. We can get stuck in the narrow well of self. We can get stuck on, you know, our own traumas, our own stories, our own wounds, our own darkness, our own shadow, right? Which for a time is needed, so we're not projecting it onto others. But when it becomes, that's all there is, right? And we only see the world and others and our relationships in connection to how, I mean, it's still about us. Yes, everywhere we look, we find ourselves. But that's to help us to expand out into the world, not to kind of label box and organize the outside world and people just to relate to different parts of us. So I've seen this um, in how, you know, we can get lost, especially in this community, people can get lost in the narrow well of self and call it very empowering things, right? But whatever we find within ourselves, and you know, she's surrounded by, like it said, death, and you see all these skulls around her. Um, let me have a look at her. That candle is Sagittarius, and I can't take the I can't take the credit for that. That was Anne Ortley that I heard that from, and I loved it, where she said that, you know, Sagittarius is that candle, is your light, is your spark, it might be your creative spark, whatever it is, but your one little candle can light up the world. If everyone has a candle and we all spark each other and give that light to each other, we can light up the world. And so this end bit where it says, lighten up the world, lighten up the world you are within. Strike the light and watch the shadows and dangers recede to the corners. Keep the flame burning. That does not deny, it does not, in fact, you get a clearer view of it. You're not, you know, you're not the, to talk about the shadow of Sagittarius is to, to ignore, just to go off and have fun, right? The Knight of Wands, if you think about it, it's the one that just keep jumping ship. Like, yeah, this is boring. And they go, and that's, yeah, it's boring now. Let's go to the next one, right? It, there's no creativity in that. That's what you can drink of the world, what you can, what can amuse you, what, what you can ignore or how, what you can lose yourself in. And that we're not trying to do that either. So I do love that. Um, you know, watch the shadows and dangers recede to the corners, keep the flame burning. So when that flame burns, we actually see more. We cast more light on that darkness. And the fact that we're able to do that, the fact that we're aware of what's within us, rather than, you know, having the shadows swallow us whole, it gives us hope, you know, that, that, hey, I could look at that deep, dark part of myself. I could face my own shadow, something, my own wounds, my own trauma. I can do that. I can do anything. What can stop me out there in the world? Oh, so let me read you the bless blessing, the curse, and how to work with this card. So this is your ability to create possibilities. This is the blessing, sorry. Your ability to create possibilities in a seemingly hopeless and difficult situation brings out the best in others, which has a strong ripple effect. You have manifested change through this hopefulness. Remember, 
Nothing about that hopefulness is ignoring. So curse. Without hope, we lose heart. If hope feels futile for you, know that the act of hoping, of choosing to believe there are still reasons to look forward with optimism will create a more positive outcome than you are looking at in the present moment. Working with this card, you will soon have hope which will make whatever is taking place at this moment easier to bear. This hardship is impermanent and tomorrow will be better. You know, over there will be better. There's a, over there something. I often think, you know, if, 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 and you may have people like that who try to convince you how, for, for want of a better phrase, how fucked everything is, right? We're screwed. Everything's screwed. People are this, people are that, right? That is great hubris. You do not know that. You do not know the heart of every person. You do not know what people are not saying and stuff. So all you are saying is, I feel fucked. I can't see a way to change this situation. That's why I have no hope. Nothing will change is basically, I can't change. I can't change. I can't find it, see a way to change. So please remember that, it's, you know, um, it's difficult. I get it. You know, I was talking to a family member uh, yesterday who was actually quite down about all the things that are happening in the UK and looking at, you know, the cost of living crisis and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not there to say that to that person. Oh yeah, you shouldn't watch the news. I I I don't. I have gone through phases of not watching the news. I don't have a problem with watching the news now, right? Um, you know, again, bringing light into the shadows, and uh, so it doesn't bother me one way or the other. I don't think watching the news is a great thing. I don't think not watching it is a great thing. It's what you do with that, <clears throat> what that experience does for you. And I understood. I understood. You know that it. It is difficult when you see people struggling, especially children struggling, which I think what was was upsetting um, my family member. But let me move on to Stormfields. So Stormfields, <laughs> this too shall pass is the key phrase. And it says the upright message, an uncomfortable chaos is surrounding you. Things that you've left unattended may be the cause of some conflict. Pent up energy needs release, just as a storm in nature must break. For these events occur when the electri electricity between opposing forces stirs, stirs things up and creates temporary disorder. Not all storms are destructive. Rather, they serve nature by bringing rain to the ground and wind to the trees, enabling seeds to be widely distributed and continue continuous growth to be ensured. Just remember that whatever is being stirred up inside you or between you and another will benefit you later. The sun will shine again. And, you know, if you don't believe me, here's the sun. The sun will shine again and new growth will be observed. Don't be afraid to shake, shake things up a little. Reversed. Now is not the time to engage in any activity that brings unwanted chaos or drama into your life. This kind of storm can be destructive and you'll regret your actions later. Hurtful words will be carried on the wind and bring a tornado of betrayal, anger and unnecessary angst. Find shelter. This turbulent weather will pass and your house will be untouched. Say no to drama. Wait till the storm blows over. Only then will you be heard. Now, here's the thing, right? So this is what, what how I see that, especially the reverse side is... You don't want to make an already difficult situation worse. And you may think, well, that's not on me. But sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. I don't know. I've done so many bloody readings. That's 
Now, I don't know if I've really said some of this or who I said it to. Maybe it was to a client or if I've said it in other, uh, other readings. But even when, you know, there's hoo-ha over like Britney's book that comes out and everyone's, you know, calling Justin evil and that kind of thing. I had this, I had this kind of consideration. I was considering that, you know, she has the right to tell her story and of what happened to her in whatever way she thinks it's true. But then is it also right to kind of throw people under the bus, right, in, in the telling of your story? And both things can be true, right? Both things can be concerning. And I thought the problem is not whether she tells the story or not, whether she says, this is what happened, this is what so-and-so did to me, right? It's our reaction to it. It's our reaction, it's our reaction, right? As readers, as viewers, as, you know, the rest of it, that who are we to judge? Who are we to judge that knowing what we've done or what we could are capable of or could do? Um, and the reason that I kind of see that is that we're adding to the drama, right? Instead of looking at a fellow human being and thinking, oh God, like, you know, yeah, that's just, she went for a lot, bless her. Or understand, even if every word, you know, memory is a fickle thing. Like we don't always remember everything accurately. But even if she has a photographic memory, she has kept a record of everything, and every every word that she says about Justin is correct, right? Every word that she says about him is correct. Then what he did that how many years ago? He was this young kid brought up as a celebrity, you know, striving to be someone not to, and that is not to make an excuse for someone that's to understand it's to understand trying to understand something or someone is not making excuses for them it's not justifying what someone does i'm still on that justifying kick um so consider this right because and i'm bringing everything what the hell's britney and justin got to do with anything it says a lot about us how we take things in, how we observe things, what we say about people, it's it speaks to us. And when there is a situation, you know, Jordan Peterson always gives the example of if there's a funeral, right? who do you want to be at that funeral? Do you want to be the person who falls apart? So the person who whose funeral it is, you know, that they've lost their partner or they've lost a parent or something, that you are a wreck. So, that, so everyone's, instead of helping the person who's had the loss, they're helping you. Or do you want to be the person who kind of keeps your shit together, is mourning, you're feeling the loss inside, but you're holding it together to help everyone else get through a difficult situation. Now, you know, it's not that simple and it's not always that clear-cut choice that we can... It Again, it's not what constitutes a person who keeps it together. If it's someone who's just kind of, you know, bottling it all up, pretending nothing is wrong and then it's going to fall apart, like, you know, that's not what I mean by it. It's a delicate balance of honouring the situation, of owning what is going on, of knowing that there's storms and there's, you know, this is difficult to navigate, but still hopeful that we can do this, we can navigate this together. Our stories, the way that we behave, the way that we act, um, you know, they affect other people the telling of our stories, how we show up from there, um, what we make about other people. It's really important, I think, to get that. And it, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to talk about that, I'll be honest, um, when I saw Hope and Stormfields, but that's what kind of came up around this. Because we do impact other people. 
and yes other people impact us like the way we react and stuff so yet while we're not trying to get lost in the narrow well of self when we have faced those kinds of demons inside of us we know there's others that are facing them as well and one of the i've said this before i've had clients come and ask me about this actually when they're dealing with people it's one of one of the most asked questions for just talks how do you deal with people who don't face their shadow right that's one of the most asked questions that i've had um and especially i remember a few people said to me and they the reason they asked it is because i used to say a lot in videos of you know don't tell someone oh you need to do the shadow work oh you need to go do some shadow work right you know don't say that to people because it oh what's the i statement i need to go do some shadow work right that's the i statement so we're just we're projecting we're, we're doing to them what we feel they are doing right so that's one of the most asked questions and so while we don't want to get lost in the narrow well of self which means to try to just remove the whole shadow when we have faced our shadow when we have faced our darkness when we know that this storm feels ahead and that we're all you know we have we can we can come from our shadow we can come from that place from that darkness um it's the recognition that others are going through that again it's hubris right i think our hubris can be shown to us a lot of where we think we have faced and dealt with and you know that's it my shadow is fully integrated um yeah on that one thing maybe right you know on the on whatever it is that you had brought up into the light there was a time when you did not know that you know five minutes before you had that realization and whatever you were just as blind as that person so uh, are you trying to say that to the other person that make make my interaction with you easier right which is compassion which is hope which is understanding and if someone had said to you before that go do some shadow work would you have listened or would you have said you know you pompous spiritual bypassing piece of shit who do you think you are egotistical whatever yeah probably so i know that's a lot of complicated like what the hell's this got to do with anything that's all coming up different versions of that switch from that scorpio and it, the end degrees of scorpio are intense if you've ever, ever had i've heard astrologers they have this book or this cycle and it has like a few phrases for each degree right of the of the zodiac each degree and i think 29 degrees scorpio is like one of oh god it's got some really awful keywords i think it's like really awful um keywords like really dark and not to say if you're born on that day that is dark you the darkness but there's some really intense energies and words associated with that 29th degree i think the only other degree that can give that that a run for its money is probably 29 degrees pisces can give 29 scorpio a run for its money in terms of emotional intensity right and so i know why all that stuff's coming up because it could churn up when we get to the end of a season all of that stuff starts to come up of you know um the shadow work that we have done or not done or bypassed or you know confronted with or projected whatever it can come up in a number of guises but yes like it said you know tomorrow's gonna come tomorrow will be another day so let me read you manas uh which is the self the self and it says the starting point is the self its essence is water right only clarity will i mean and i'm getting very much mars the ego right 
moving from Scorpio water to Sagittarius as well. That happens by the end of this week. I think it's the 24th. So the starting point is the self. Its essence is water. Only clarity, willingness to change is effective now. A correct relationship to yourself is primary for from it flow all possible right relationships with others and with the divine. Remain modest. This is the Oracle's counsel. Regardless of how great may be your merit, be yielding, devoted and moderate. For then you have a true direction for your life. Be in the world, but not of it. And yet do not be closed, narrow or judging. This is why I was going with all that stuff that I've been sharing. Rather remain receptive to impulses flowing from the divine within and without. Strive to live the ordinary life in a non-ordinary way. Remember at all times what is coming to be and passing away and focus on that which abides. Nothing less is called for from you now. This is a time of major growth and rectification and as a rule, rectification must come before progress. The field is tilled before the seed is planted. The garden is weeded before the flower blooms and the self must know stillness before it can discover its true song. Now is not a time to seek credit for accomplishments or to focus on results. Instead, be content to do your task for the task's own sake. Herein lies the secret of experiencing a true present. If you take the rune of the self and cut it down the middle, you will see the rune for joy with its mirror image. There is here a subtle caution against carelessness. The self is required to balance the self. Nothing in excess was the second phrase written over the gateway to the temple at Delphi. The first counsel was know thyself. With these words, the alphabet of the runes begins. I mean, think about that, right? So the, the first counsel was know thyself. The second phrase written is nothing in excess. So even knowing yourself, you do not do in excess, which very much sounds like the not losing um, yourself in the narrow well of self. If you, what is the quote, right? If you... Um, I forget what it is now. You know, it happens when I'm in the middle of it. If you ask me five minutes after the reading, I'll know it verbatim. I can re repeat it to you. That happens sometimes. But anyway, here's a reversed message. If you feel blocked, Manaz urges you to begin by being clear with yourself. Do not turn to others now, but look inside in silence for the enemy of your progress. No matter what area of your life is in disarray, stop and consider. You will recognise the outer enemy as but a reflection of what you have not until now been willing sorry been able or willing to recognize as coming from within above all do not give yourself ears breaking the momentum of past habits is the challenge here in the life of the spirit you are always at the beginning love this all right so this to me speaks of knowledge the hierophant and the king of swords um, it could be what we've learned it could be um a higher authority that we have gone to right with with the hierophant there um you know how the with with our own king of swords it, and the king of swords is going to be the i know part right this is what i know this is what i'm comfortable and this is what i've mastered a, a way of speaking a field of knowledge a school of thought you know philosophy it could be all of those things and yet the fact that it comes from it this is both our knowledge what we've learned um, but with the Hierophant there, this could be 
established authority so you know religious authority a school of spiritual thought that's usually the, the high priestess but a university degree this speaks to what we've learned what we know it's very kind of set in stone almost in a way with that hierophant it's that religious text that has been around for thousands of years and it's how well we know it, how much we have mastered it. And not just what we know, knowledge, it's the wisdom of how we apply this. This here shows great mastery to me um, with that Knight of Swords and with that um, Hierophant. I want to get one more because that's just, that's just like straight up knowledge. All right, it's not just knowledge, it's also how we speak, Knight of Swords, how we convey information, how we argue, right? How, what we do with truth, how we speak our truth. How, what do you do with someone when they disagree with you? What do you do? I mean, <clears throat> we can remember the past differently. That's, that's coming up. We can remember the past differently. <clears throat> it's very easy to say, oh, you're just gaslighting me, right? But what if that person genuinely believes that, no, but this is what happened? Remember, we when we remember situations a lot of the time we're going to remember how we felt and how we felt wasn't necessarily what the other person meant right so if we felt um aggressed on right you know this person's been very aggressive towards me because you felt intimidated or bullied right they may not have been doing that at all that may not have been their intention you know objectively speaking a third party viewing it may not have seen the situation as that but you felt that so you may remember it as oh yeah that time you bullied me and it's like wait what hang on a second i never bullied you what are you talking about so what do you what you have a way of dealing with that situation you have a set of rules of how you speak when you speak how you share your knowledge and information and you know what you do with it hierophant king of swords knight of swords as a timing card, I will also take you back to um, Gemini season. You know, Gemini season, we looked at a lot of this kind of, these kind of dynamics. If you were around then and watched the videos. But even if not, I mean, they're there. If you can still go check them out if you want to. But we are now revisiting. We're, re we're visiting, going into Sagittarius season, the other end of that. The other end of that axis. Um just want to see how many knights came up here. I think we have three knights. All right. So we have the Queen of Pentacles and Temperance here. This kind of feels like, you know, holding it steady, holding it down. Um, there's a song that comes to mind here. There's a song and it's weird. Uh, Curiosity Killed a Cat, if anyone knows it. It's from the mid to late 80s, that song. Um, sorry, that's the group called Curiosity Killed a Cat. And the, the song is called Down to Earth. If you've ever listened to that song, it gives you this kind of very flowery, very Knight of Cups, very Pisces kind of energy. That song may as well be a bloody Virgo singing to Pisces, right? Um, of that's what's come back down to earth. That, you know, don't fall, fall for false lies. Don't fall for this imaginary stuff. And yeah, it's all wonderful and amazing to go and have hope, right? We're not looking at false hope, but you have to be realistic as well. So check out that song, check out the lyrics if you haven't already done so and 
but we also don't want the opposite we you know to be so grounded in reality to be in the moment think about this to be in the moment to be so in reality to look at what's in front of you and to tell yourself because that's the devil to tell yourself this is all there is there'll never be more than this this is all there is that's the dark side of of uh, mindfulness being in the present moment um that is also a lie that is a lie you know it might be like that now acceptance but that doesn't mean it always has to be and if i'm just going to accept it from the place of i have no no impact or i'm unable to change this situation it's a lie that's the devil so but we do so that's the the more grounded side of it and then the other side the eerie fairy side is where you know we're just in denial this is not happening it's not happening to me it's not my problem it'll be it'll go away itself i don't have to do anything you know somebody will come and put the fire out i don't need to do it it's fine right you know that they, they're both dangerous the two extremes so with temperance and the queen of pentacles this feels not to the extremes it feels very much about how can i bring stability and grounding to different areas of my life right with temperance it's how do I use, I mean, that's one way if you look at it. Now, let's combine it with this because then it has a very specific meaning when it, we combine it with Hierophant, King of Swords, Knight of Swords. How do I ground, physically ground, you know, maybe turn it into a job income stream or improve my life, better my health, whatever it is that you've learned. How do I do that with everything that I've learned? Remember Temperance, Sagittarius, it's the angel coming down in front of the fool and saying hey you've learned a thing or two on your journey you know you've been around you've done whatever that how do you now blend all of this together that's that's the two cups that you see usually like, how do you what do you do with all of this yes it's about harmony yes it's about moderate uh, moderation temperance and all things is what the card says but it's where we don't have to narrow our focus. We don't want to specialize in one thing. We don't want to get lost in the narrow well of self, right? It's how then does this impact my love life, my career, my family life, my health, um, my time management, all of this can come under temperance. And with the Queen of Pentacles, we're taking our time with it. We're holding space for this to be able to blend different areas of our life. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, to do this, right, to, to kind of integrate and use what we already know and what we've learned so far, with the Four of Swords and the Magician coming up, this kind of says we might put on hold or have put a pause starting something new, right, while we're integrating, and it's knowledge that we're integrating, turning what we know into wisdom. So we may have put on pause learning new things. We may have put on pause and maybe even talking to some people. There's the silence that comes in, especially with manners, right? But this is more something that we've been through, done. So if you've been silent, if you've been kind of lost in your own counsel, as manners put it, that Four of Swords and the Magician would very much show that. But the, the truth of it is that the Magicians, Mercury, which has been in bloody Sagittarius for a while at this point, um, it almost has this sense of, <clears throat> excuse me, isn't that a way to integrate this, is to create something new with it? Isn't that a way? Like when you learn a new recipe or you learn how to do something, it's like, oh, I'll make this for 
the family at the weekend or I'll do whatever. That's how you actually integrate the learning is to transmute it and to push it or uh, not express it, not push it, express it into a different area. Think about what that literally means. It means we're taking ideas and words and um, learning, you know, logic, reason, rationale, stories, wherever the words and the swords, you know, thoughts, beliefs, ideas and how we communicate them. We're taking that. We are putting it into action. Queen of Wands, Knight of Wands. We're going to have Mars in a fire sign as well. Now, the Ace of Swords here is a new way of thinking speaking whatever um the pen is mightier than the sword right that's one of the things that is the ace of swords says and one of the things that i don't i used to say this all the time remind people the ace of swords is a decision without emotion there's no emotion right that's one of the, the things with the ace of swords is it's an idea it's pure idea it's a pure truth and as Oscar Wilde says, you know, the truth is really pure and never simple, right? So that's the, the notion when we hold that truth in our hand, it's like, this is my truth. You know, I've got a degree in this or, you know, um, I've been trying to figure out my family life or I've been trying to get the work done or whatever, right? So whatever the truth is, which has led to this, that I want to be a writer, Ace of Swords, <clears throat> It's just the idea. It's just the truth. I say just, right? That's massive. Most people wish they got to a phase where they place where they just had the idea. If you just have the idea. And yet this is why I'm making the point of without emotion. We don't have really any feelings. At this point with the Ace of Swords, it's yeah, I could do that. Right? I'm over the worst. I'm not at rock bottom. I've got an idea. I could do that. But meh. Four of Cups, right? Apathy, boredom, not quite sure, not whatever. Who steps in? So the, imagine you're having this conversation and you're saying, look, I've got this great idea, but I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if it feels good. You know, it feels hard. I don't think anyone would support me in it. There's not really a need for this, like whatever it may be. Or I'm going to start, I might start dating or I might start asking, I ask, might ask my partner if we can go for couples, kind of like there's no conviction behind it do you see that with the four of cups and the ace of swords it's an idea and but that's not to say it's bad that's not to say you shouldn't act on it that may be your spark in the darkness right that you have this idea that even that 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 idea feels like you're like dragging the bottom of the barrel and coming up with this thing and it's like yeah, you know i could do this i guess i could do this the queen of wands says well, until you do it, until you try, until you give it all your all, until you kind of shine from that place, Queen of Wands, right? You actually don't know if you will do it. You won't fall in love with it. This is like an arranged marriage, I'm going to say that. I know that's very uncool to say. Um, you know, I come from a culture where all of my uncles and aunts, I think all of them, yeah, all of them had arranged marriages, right? You know, so it was a cultural thing. Um is very different i think and i and i you know from people that i've spoken to in, in western societies don't fully comprehend it and i wouldn't get one you know an arranged marriage or whatever now but it it is different it comes from a different place but it is this thing of 
falling in love with your idea and how do you fall in love with it by doing it right someone can keep telling you about someone someone you know you won't know until you date that person you won't know until you try to build a life with that person you won't know until you start to do something so i want to be very clear here i'm not asking you to go have an arranged marriage but with with this kind of marriage of ideas or knowledge or how you implement it if it's truly new this is really something new that you're starting or doing or trying to implement or you know you're trying your hand at something the four of cups both here and there it's par for the course and i bring that up because yes this was water right man as it was saying the self but it's i don't know man it's like a baby when you're giving the baby food for the first time right it doesn't know if it's spitting it out it doesn't know how to swallow like solids and stuff but like, you're not going to say right guess this kid is just gonna have to have milk for the rest of its life it just doesn't like solid food at all like give the kid a chance man like you know that that's the kind of sense that i get from this and it's the same with you give it your best shot go try it go do it you know until you've spoken it out loud announced i mean the ace of swords can be a decision until you've announced the decision even if you're not feeling like you're going to be supported even if you're like oh god i don't know how i feel about this right the queen of wands and the knight of cups the knight of cups is you give him the idea the queen of wands right he's like hey we could go here and the knight of cups is like okay yeah let's do this we can do this we can most definitely um turn this into a dream or do whatever i'm trying to get the line it's the first bit of that down to earth song shooting here it is shooting stars in midnight pastures and hanging out on clouds beneath the moon right so the moon is here hitching rides on magic carpets it's a fairy tale to me but you're in tune right and so think about that that's a fairy tale to some people but somebody else might be in tune with that that's their reality so whatever you've got coming up it's it's almost like it is a rational idea it's a decision it's something spoken it's an idea but you're turning it into a dream to pursue you're turning it into something that you give it your all because that's what the queen of wands does she gives it her all i want to say the queen of wands the emperor all these cards have been coming up a lot in a lot of the personal readings that i've been doing so we've got this four of cups again here i mean look at this four of cups guy he's like yeah meh, i don't know is he looking outside of himself for support is he looking outside of himself for permission um here's the other thing i want to say if the choice is between something that you're already doing right you know it's better than i don't even need to bloody make it up here it is shadow dance is the devil better the devil you know that's what this this feels like um that if you have an idea you've got this new push and you want to want to go do something else or be seen as something else you know whatever it may be however you see this show up in a different way new workout routine the rest of it there's an element of better the devil you know that comes up the new thing is never going to feel as good as the old thing there's an exception to that is when the old thing is gotten to such a painful place then we do the whole anywhere but here the fall some of us may be doing that but ultimately this is feeling stuck in a rut this is yeah i'm not really not really feeling this idea the six of wands i mean there's a lot of fire coming up 
and the six of wands it's it's jupiter in leo so it's about shining it's about showing up as your best and think about this where it feels hopeless right any this is that kind of like any port in a storm kind of energy or yeah it may not be a bonfire maybe the tiny flickering light but you protect that and you get it going you build the fire bigger but you do it for your own fire queen of wands six of wands now here's the other thing I, I would ask you to look at these two feel very connected so the four of cups is the person who's stuck there right emotionally stuck doesn't know i guess i could do that it's that feeling <clears throat> or i don't know if i how i feel about this six of wands ten of pentacles is that we have been seen a certain way for a very long time and i don't even mean other people i mean ourselves. you've seen yourself as someone who what's one of the examples i gave i gave it a few weeks ago i talked about it on the discord server as well oh i said something like you know i i I had this realization that I still kind of saw myself as someone who was very affected by certain things. And really, I'm not. I'm not really affected by as many as I used to be. But the story still remained. And that may be your story of yourself getting challenged of I reckon or I'm seen as this like long term. This is who I'm seen as. Is that still the case? Because this would almost say, yeah, I, I'm proud of that part of me. Maybe that's why I recognize myself as that. But the moon and the devil is, this feels like that background programming that I always talk about. Are you still that person? Are you still as invested in being seen in, as that way? As a good person, as a spiritually evolved person, as a tarot reader, as you know, a mother, as a friend, you know, whatever it was that your identity your the self right manners was attached to being seen as are you still invested in being seen that way do you actually give a shit if you're seen in that way because sometimes it's our identity or the role that we play that gives us hope and i think that's a kind of false hope because at some point we keep playing that role and it's just not getting it done anymore for us because we're not that person anymore and so in that sense, then, when you've got this storm feels and this storm cut, this tornado, right, churned up, that's coming towards us. Um, it almost has that feeling of you, that the mask will slip, that the role that we play is going to fall, right? That, you know, that that's not who I am. And it's not that others need us to be that, even if we think it's others and we think, yeah, everyone just wants me to be that person. We are used to playing that role for others. We're used to being that person. For other people so remember that it's very important um let me see if i've got that deck out if i have i will show you it because it's coming to my you guys just know any excuse for me to wax lyrical about tornadoes but it was coming to mind it's the card from um the sacred destiny oracle and it's the healing, I think it's healing chaos. You guys will know, because you guys know I love that card. But it's difficult not to think of it. I was, I've been trying to ignore it in my head. <clears throat> Excuse me, ever since I saw that Stormfields card. Where is this? It's right at the top. Oh, gosh. 
I wanted to show you it just because it looks really lovely. Oh, here we go. It is healing field, but um, and not just because there's a tornado in both, but it, it very much feels connected to that that storm field card. I'll, I'm going to read you it. This is what it says: spiraling a spiraling tornado. It says energy in our universe spirals water. I mean, again, we've got water, right? Water spirals in the wake of the fish that swims through the stream. Air spirals in the wake of a bird in flight. The moon spirals around the earth, which spirals around the sun, which spirals around the galaxy. Even our DNA is a spiral. It is the healing principle of life. It's not an accident that the ancient symbol for healing is the caduceus, two spiraling serpents. It is that the two of cups. I don't know if the two of cups came up in this anyway. Um, it is the sacred spiral. Most people assume that there is nothing good that comes from tornadoes, but every part of nature has value. For example, though some birds lose their habitat from a tornado, birds such as the prairie warbler, whippoorwill, woodpecker, grouse and woodcock, as well as forest salamanders, all benefit from the new landscape created by tornadoes. Downed trees provide habitat for black bears and white-tailed deer and create dens for many kinds of animals. Tornadoes churn up the soil in ways that rejuvenate the earth. The sacred landscape wants you to know. When you receive this card, it acknowledges potential chaos or the need for potential chaos as an activator for profound healing. If your life seems chaotic, know that it has an underlying energy of healing. You're being healed on all levels. You are a healer. Alternatively, if your life is calm to the point of being stagnant, this card, I mean, that could be Legionnaire's disease, four of cups, right? It's emotionally stagnant. If your life is calm to the point of being stagnant, this card suggests that it might be time to create a bit of chaos in your life. It will activate healing. Do the unexpected, mix life up a bit. So you can kind of see why that card was coming to mind um, amongst this four of cups energy here. Remember what I was saying about the devil, right? The devil is that illusion of there's just this. There's nothing more than this, right? You, you're just stay here. You know this. You can do this, right? You know, you've got, and especially you know this so well. You've learned all the rules of this game. You know, you're ready to go up to the next level in, in this. Why, why wouldn't you just stay here? Because it's not who you are anymore. Now, I do want to say this, and this is outside of the specific messages in this reading of the way that I've really felt and seen like the progress that's coming in. It's much, and we talk about nuance and complexity a lot, right? A lot. Now, we've already seen that, that the fine line between being lost in the narrow well of self, but also knowing that, <clears throat> excuse me, what the manners, the rune, it's us. Know thyself but not um to excess we're not just lost in ourselves recognize that you know all things are a reflection of me or a projection of me but don't just always make it about me that if i'm doing that then i recognize others are doing that too how do we reconcile the self with others i mean i know what this theme's coming up because venus in bloody libra right it's it's not enough Yes, the North Node in Aries, yes, you know, whatever in Aries, it's like, yes, I will, um, I recognise it's me, I know it's me, uh, it's all, uh, you know, to be confident, to show up, to do all of this, to be the light, I get it, I get it, I get it, but it's 
we're in our mind and heart it's only just about us i mean i'll tell you some of the ways i hear about this um which sound really empowered here's one of the ways is you know i'm 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 fine with the effects that i have on other people but it's said in a kind of well i can do whatever the fuck i want i'm just do whatever i want tough shit do the shadow work tough on you right you do that been there done that so i'm not pointing fingers um there's a fine line though and it's like well how the how do i know jay how do i know if i'm not going too far or the other will we make allowance for the fact that we could be doing either we make allowance for the fact that we don't actually know and that we are walking around life blind <clears throat> excuse me we don't know i guarantee you right now i mean i don't know so you do not know if you are being too chaotic if you are bringing drama because you are thinking no but in my heart of hearts i'm i'm adamant i'm sure that i'm coming from a place of empowerment <clears throat> excuse me but you don't know that you hope that you are see where hope's coming in you hope that you are but you don't know that when you say i know my worth right you don't actually know not fully you don't 100 percent know that you don't know that you are um that you you're coming from a place of worth but all you know you're afraid to commit and you're just keeping people out that's just a new reason to keep people at arm's length you hope that you're not doing that but you don't know that you're not doing that so in a and the reason you know all the examples i keep giving in this right they're not even the point of the reading i can kind of feel that that's why i keep going on about this stuff i could give you every example under the sun it's not the point the point very simply that's being made here is that you don't know but you hope that you that you you're doing it for the right reasons you hope that you're showing up from that now what that says to me is the greatest release of certainty need for certainty that any of us have ever had right that you know it's it's that we lose the need to be certain we lose the need to be right when that happens i mean that that's knight of swords um knight of swords king of swords hierophant this is how we always done it these are the rules but this is this is showing what well, i don't know if i'm showing up from the you know my commitment my my what i'm committed to or doing whatever what i'm proud of i don't know if i'm shining my light or if i'm projecting my devil from my own shadow i don't know that so some of you at the end of the season and god bless you and i think you're amazing if this happens to you four of cups four of cups you may be sat there thinking well i don't even know I don't know if I'm doing this for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. There you see why hope comes up then. And that makes more sense, right? It's not just about, oh yeah, it's going to party season. It's that it's the understanding that most of the time we're coming from a place of hope. We hope that we will be understood. We hope we hope not even of others. We hope in ourselves that we're not lying to ourselves. Seven of Swords. We hope in ourselves that you know we're doing that our intentions are pure remember two weeks ago we looked at that that um which did post actually it's for the week that i'm recording this in a pure head and a no a clear head and a pure heart we hope that but we don't know that in fact you know 
we, we you add the dimension of time i've got a whole thing about 3d 4d at the moment but if you add the dimension of time so 3d right here you know what's happening you know what's going on with your life you know your situation you think you know your internal reality why you're doing what you're doing why you're saying what you're doing why you're voting for something saying yes to something making a decision on something leaving something going for something why you feel what you feel right you think you know that add a month add a year your perspective changes that's not to make things overly complicated as in you know oh shit well how do i get that extra perspective now from doing a reading or whatever no it's that understanding that i won't know i won't know a month until a month from now six months from now that's the queen of wands right i will not know if i made the wrong decision i will not know if this is going about to flop or not if i'm still looking for a guarantee or certainty around that then i'm i'm missing the point where's the dreamer why put in the effort if there's an assurance of it we don't need hope with a certainty and yet to kind of create in really dynamic ways to show up as someone new or to we must face uncertainty that's that's where all of that good stuff lies it lies in the uncertainty it's how we navigate the uncertainty and yeah it may be a month or six months till we know it but how we traverse that how we add that extra dimension of time to this that is the beauty that's where we have the hope that's how we share the light and then in that sense then the storm feels in the healing chaos even if there is nothing literally you know happening in your life it's the same <clears throat> navigating uncertainty can feel like a storm field navigating uncertainty can feel like healing chaos that's why we do it as the knight of wands as the curious optimist as the adventurer as the explorer we don't the knight of wands doesn't know the knight of wands doesn't need to know <clears throat> excuse me you have done what you could do with what you knew it's the whole kind of dunning kruger effect as well right that the, the people that know a little about something they think they're experts and the people that know a lot that the actual experts in a field they doubt themselves right they think oh god like you know i could be wrong and stuff so with knowledge if this is real like the hierophant the king of swords and the knight of swords if you have this kind of knowledge of what you've been through uh, in your life and we're talking about this from a spiritual like life perspective everything that you've learned everything that you've read take it from me i'm interested in so many different fields they raise so many more questions than they answer for me in the best possible way the more you read the more you learn the more you know and to not to quote socrates right you don't know a wise man knows that he knows nothing and then in that sense that doesn't mean that we're all stupid and ignorant right but it does mean that we the certainty that we require the assurances that we demand right or the perfection that we aspire to they are non-existent they do not exist and so with this knight of wands this is that charging at to explore to create in a different way now with this came the five of pentacles and remember that down to earth song that i was kind of harping on about with that five of pentacles coming up 
if we're just looking for how do I make this certain, right? How do I find 100% the path that I want to go on, the goal that I should be aspiring to, the field that I should go work in, the person who is the right person for me, you know, would they do this, the kind of short, when we give that part up, what is left are actual physical, real hindrances that we can work on rather than just the stories that we make up. I mean, that's one of, you know, Sagittarius or Jupiter is the storyteller. So we, we, we can come up with all these kind of crazy stories. Trust me, Sag rising here as we go into Sag season. But if you de if you decide, well, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for that target to give it a Sagittarian example. That's the target I'm going to aim for. I'm going to aim for that target. Right. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm going to miss it. Maybe I want to try a few times and see if I get it, right? So you've decided that. No assurances, no certainty. You just know you're going to go for it. Well, the Five of Pentacles, are, what do you need to do? Why haven't you already done this? Why are we still stood here talking about it? Queen of Wands, right? She's saying that to you guys. Why are you standing there? And you say, oh shit, because I don't even have a bow and arrow. So that's the Five of Pentacles. When we stop trying to figure out if it can happen or not, and we just decide, right, I'm going to do this, right? This is what I want to do, or I'm just going to try. I'm just going to be the fool in every moment, right? Just going to leap into this, just going to try this. It's a way of doing things. Then you actually stop, like, should I do it or shouldn't it? Look at justice and seven of swords of that. Should I avoid this um, or should I do it? What is there to avoid with that seven of swords? Because there's a different material truth that comes about Five of Pentacles, material truth, rather than the the bedtime stories we tell ourselves to make sure that we can go to bed or that we should justifications basically. That's why justice comes up. If this is beyond justification. We can just if you didn't have to justify why you should or shouldn't do something, right? So you don't have to do that. No one cares. Is that you pick whatever you want to do and you do it and then you say okay so i'm going to be an astronaut right we're not doing the whole seven of swords justice thing of well you could do this and you could do that literally with the five of pentacles it's like right have you gone to astronaut school or nasa or whatever right that do you need to do this are you healthy enough to be an astronaut five of pentacles is the literal details you know, I want to be, um, I, I want to be a criminal lawyer, right? I'm going to go fight criminal cases and stuff. Knight of Wands, expand my horizons. I'm going to go out there and go challenge myself to do all this stuff. Well, the Five of Pentacles very easy. says, all right, well, where's your law degree? Where's your, have you passed the bar exams? Or, you know, do you need Five of Pentacles? Do you need money to go to school to do that? I love this because as much as it's showing hope and the Knight of Cups and let's be the dream, it's not unrealistic. Instead of looking for justifications for it, this is like pick one thing, Ace of Swords, right? Pick the thing you want to do. So you want to write a book, right? And it's like, oh, the Knight of Wands is never going to say that. He's not going to say, well, I'm not a good writer. I'm not going to do whatever. He's going to go take a course with someone to write a book. He's going to go read books on how, or read other books, right? of how do I do this? There's no what 
what do I avoid? There's no justice like, do I need a justification for that? How do I explain this to my parents? How do I explain this to my partner that I want to write a book? Five of Pentacles would be right. You can do that, but you don't have time for this. You're already working full time. You don't want to sacrifice time with your kids and your family and stuff, right? So how do we address the physical, practical thing? You can do anything then in that sense. And yet it starts off with hope. And I do get the sense of hope is the substitute for certainty. It's getting comfortable hoping. Hope is then, that's the fool. That's what knocks, that's what gets you leaping over the edge. Well, I hope I don't go splat. I hope I land somewhere good. I, you know, who cares? It will be an experience. Now. So. What do we need? What's the advice? Well, the advice is the eight of cups. I love this reading now. It clicked. I felt like I was kept going through this stuff and I'm thinking, but this isn't even the message. This is examples. Everything felt like an example until that, until we got to this bit. This made it very clear. So this is your situation. You know something is missing, right? Something is missing, eight of cups. Now that could be anything. You know, in your, you don't, you've got this kind of spiritual malaise that you're feeling. You don't have the money, right? You're not happy. Your job just doesn't do it for you anymore. There's a problem in the relationship. You know, whatever it is, something is missing. So first things first, we don't pretend that everything's fine, right? We don't pretend that everything's fine. We don't sit there looking at the gap thinking, oh God, like, you know, why is this missing? What the hell's going on? With hope and empowerment, we turn from that to think, okay, there's a solution. We can go find a solution to this. You remember, this is emotional. This is not, yes, it may lead eventually to you leaving a situation or whatever. At this point, we're just not dwelling. We've acknowledged there's something missing. Right, let's go figure it out. And the Four of Cups tells us where we're stuck anyway. So what do we do with this? Well, we've got the fool here. The fool, it's a leap of faith. This is where hope comes in. It's trusting, it's hope. We're just with hope going to try something else or do something else. Or, and that can be in a different way. Now, what, what do we, what is it that comes up? Why are we the fool? What comes up? Why do we need to be the fool? What does the fool address in this? It addresses two things. Nine of swords is a fear of the future, which is natural. If you're a human being and you are facing some kind of, you know, madness out there in the world, in your job, uncertainty, this is the path we go down, nine of swords. What's going to happen? What will they say? Maybe I'll lose my job. What if I lose my job and I've just put the deposit down on the house? And that is natural and that is normal. You're not being asked to stop being a human being or you're never going to get asked that from me. I'm never going to ask you to do that. I think it's very dangerous when you, you get like, you know, oh, but it'll be all right. Right. You know, that's the kind of wishy-washiness of you don't even need hope for that. It's the the hope in the hope is in how you react to that yourself. You hope that you're having the right reaction to things or that you pick the right part of yourself or whatever it is. Right. But. It's natural to have fears. It's natural to go that far in the future. It's not helpful. Because the more you go over it and over it, the worse it becomes, right? So if it's that big and you have no way of knowing what it is, then the fool says, well, let's just jump into something. If we know that isn't working, we're not sure how it's going to turn out. We don't have enough information to not jump into it. 
And as much as we don't know that the worst could happen, we also, you know, the, the sun says we we focus on what we can affect changing. So what's missing, the person is not focused on what's missing. In the five of cups, the person, that's where they feel regret and loss and heartache and pain. In the five of cups, the person looks at what's missing. And after the four of cups, it I mean four of cups, it can be easy to do that because the four of cups leads to the five. We're not doing that. We know that something is missing here. We know that. And that's that's I mean that's temperance. We we blend all areas. We're in moderation, and you know it's not just about focusing on one thing in your life or just being one thing. The, a story isn't just about one of the. I mean, you could yeah, you've got a protagonist, you might have an antagonist or whatever, right? But you need all the characters in the story for it to be a story. And even I'm thinking of something like um, Castaway, right? Where it's just him and what was his Wilson, his ball, right? When you've got that, it, then it's the lack of people. The the lack of people then, their presence or the lack of their presence is a part of the story that he's by himself, that he's formed this bond to not go nuts. So when I see the sun and the, the, the nine of swords, I mean, it's 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 what else are you going to do right if you're facing something big you're going to go for something big it is the most normal thing in the world to be nervous to be anxious to think i don't know how this is going to turn out that's why the first card out was hope i did at first thing i'm not going to lie to you that why didn't a storm fields kind of card come up here and then hope down there because without hope we won't even consider a storm field we won't. It's hope in who we are and who we're becoming in, you know, we're not going to go and look at a storm field. This, this, there's no tower here. This is more, you know, the ones that we're willing to face. We're willing to face uncertainty. We're willing to go and have the kind of shit knocked out of us, right? By getting knocked around by this tornado or doing whatever. This is not drama for the sake of drama. This is an act of hope. This is an act. I mean, the nine of swords is fear of the future. But what's the difference with the sun coming in? What's the difference between fear of the future and anticipation of the future? What's the difference between, um, you know, bright prospects in the future? I'm looking at the keywords from this. And nine of swords, which is, you know, doomsday prophesizing. The hope card is also the wish card, right? Knight of Cups or this dream that comes through this wish. And that's the card after the Eight of Cups. That, and that, you know, you're never going to have a wish if if you just keep settling for what is. If that person just sits there, and we do that in relationships, think about that. How many people in relationships just keep complaining? For you do this and you do that and you didn't do this. And just uh, Same thing every day for 20 years, right? You just keep complaining about the same thing right? They might say to you, well, it's because I hope that there'll be change. Or the devil says, do you? Do you still hope after 20 years that this person will change? Or are you so used to that dynamic that it's better the devil you know? I'm not pulling a postcard from spirit this time. Why? Because 
I forgot to read the one last time. If you guys, anyone that spotted that, I forgot to read it. So um, sorry about that. But I, I'm not, I don't even know where they are this time. And at the, by the time I remembered that I hadn't read it, it was I'd put them away and stuff. But this week's one is interesting. It's layered, it's nuanced. And I'm going to go back over this. So we're the fool. We're hopeful, we're trusting. We don't even know if we're making the right choice. This is not about knowing that we've made the right choice. There is almost something like very kamikaze about this, like throwing ourselves into the storm field. Uh, not literally, guys, but, you know, that sense of... And that's what I think Scorpio does. That's why Sag is the way it is. Because you've faced, you've, you've faced death and rebirth. You've faced it. So why wouldn't you go and explore whatever you would? Be This is beyond... You don't even need a justification for this. You do it with hope in your heart. You do it as a statement of who you are, of who you're becoming without really even knowing if you're right about who you are and what you're becoming. But remember, Hierophant, Knight of Swords, uh, King of Swords, they're in the past. That certainty, that knowledge, that expertise, it's in the past. The way we've always done it, it's in the past. And at some point, to keep adhering to what we've known or what we've learned or what we think, then we have to ask ourselves, are we hiding in the shadows with the devil? Because it's just easier than shining our light because that's what hope said right to shine our light in that darkness to to see the lay of the land to see what's really out there so you can face it there you go my lovelies those are your messages if you like this message or any of my videos that you, that i post if you got anything out of it please be sure to like share subscribe let other people know i do rely a lot on um word of mouth for my videos seeing as I don't spend a lot of time on social media. Um, you can help me keep doing the work that I'm doing by making a donation. There is information in the description on that. Please do not forget, now what date this, this takes us up to the 26th of November. After that, you literally have, I think, a couple of weeks to book with me. I won't be doing, um, I won't be doing any taking any personal reading bookings after the 9th of december so you're running out of time if you'd like to get a, a reading with me but there you go my lovelies i love you guys very much i will see you next time but that's all for now goodbye